Okay, so you you were saying that you didn't like Lucy Steele. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't like her because she like you know is is a, is one of the reasons why uh, Eleanor's relationship is failing, and one of the reasons why she's heartbroken and sad. And ha- yeah, uh, and the- um, I just want to mention that when they introduce Lucy Steele, um, they're basically like, "This girl's poor. She doesn't have any prospects." But we, she tagged along with us because she was really eager to meet Eleanor mm-hmm. because she says that she's been getting a lot of um, good good regards and good remarks about Eleanor from somebody. And we're like, who is that someone? Because And the only people who are like acquaintances of both, mutual acquaintances of both Eleanor and Lucy Steele are like the Palmers and the Ferrises. And mm-hmm. Eleanor is like, you couldn't have been getting any like good information about me through Fanny Ferris because they don't like us. Snake and she kicked her out of her home. Mm-hmm. And so obviously the only person left is Edward Ferris. Mm-hmm. And I think we're gonna skip the picnic scene where uh Colonel Brennan leaves because we can explain it in the it's end. getting yeah lengthy. But uh Colonel Brennan has to leave for London also. So he's out of there. Something happened that's like, like, yeah. mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, why is everyone going to London? Are we going to London? Well, there's there's an evening where all the girlies hang out. (laughs) All the girls hang out. Mr. Palmer. Uh, Miss Ginning and Mrs. Palmer are like playing a card game. Okay, um, let me just say, Mrs. Jennings and Mrs. Palmer are the chismosas of the chismos. Like, they are so chismosas. Them together is a force to be reckoned with. Because they will figure out anything and everything. They will get the dirt on everybody. Mm -hmm. It's just funny, though. uh, It's just funny to me, though, because Mr. Palmer, like, he is the epitome of, like, I hate it here. Like he and I love him for that. Like, like um, there's this one part, and they're ba- the girlies are hanging out playing cards inside because outside is pouring rain, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Palmer is like, "If only this rain would stop," and he's like, "If only you would stop." Stop. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "Stop!" He hates his wife so much. He's so tired of her. I hate your life. <laughs> he, like, he literally hates you. <laughs> He hates his whole. I don't know why he hates his wife so much, but probably because she's mm-hmm. such a chismosa. But mm-hmm. oh my god! And so, what? Well, Miss Steele asks Eleanor, "Can we go for a little walk around the room? I want to tell you something." This moment, yes, is, uh, like so important to to Eleanor's development because obviously we've got more of Marion, but back to Eleanor. Yeah. While they're walking around, obviously the chismosas are eyeing them. And Miss Steele <laughs> says, well, I've been learning good things about you from Edward. And she's like, what? And she's like, Edward? we've been yeah. engaged for five years. <laughs> so Eleanor is over here thinking that she had a romance with Edward. It was kind of rocky. She didn't know where they were standing. She thought she was kind of heartbroken about it. And then Miss mm-hmm. Steele comes over here and she's like, we've been married or engaged for five years. Didn't you and know? Didn't Eleanor, Eleanor is bugging. Oh my gosh. And then she's like, I think he failed to mention that. And then she's most of her like, I have to know what's going on there or else I'm going to Oh be my god. Well, El- okay. Like that. Let's talk about this scene. Because this is a critical scene. Eleanor 
she's like obviously heartbroken. This like, poor girl's heart is being smashed. Bad enough for her, things have gotten now worse. Like Lucy Steele is taking this girl's heart and grinding it under her foot, her heel. Mm-hmm. Also, let me mention this is this is a super sad thing too because Eleanor had like a little handkerchief from Edward, oh and it God, had his initials engraved in it. This girl was so brokenhearted that in the cottage she would take it out and like feel it and like just like sadly just kind of look at the handkerchief and then lucy Steele comes out and like blows her nose or like wipes her eyes with this handkerchief and it has the ef engraved on it oh my god like this handkerchief matches mine and at that moment you know then she like at that realization hits epiphany and so eleanor makes up the excuse that oh we were just talking about london and this is where London comes to play because Miss Jennings is like, I have a plan that all of us will go to London to entertain ourselves and you can find your Mr. Willy Wonks there. Uh, <laughs> and so, of course, Marion jumps on this train so fast. Eleanor is like, over here confused and heartbroken, mm-hmm. but Marianne jumps on this train and they all pack up and go to London. Mm-hmm. And they're, skip forward, they're invited to a ball. Uh, and this this is so embarrassing. Guys. This is so this is a really embarrassing scene. Let, let me read so, my notes. Okay, uh, okay. This is so embarrassing. Uh, okay, here it is. Okay, so they get invited to this ball. I want to I want to mention that they're like watch out because the horses have done their business here. And there's like a huge pile of like poo. this big pile of. <laughs> so funny uh my potty the poop is so big and i'm like bro why are you why are you parking your carriages there when there's literally like 15 feet in front there's nobody there and there's no poop present Uh, (laughs) i'm sorry i'm so sorry guys that you have to hear my terrible sense of humor uh okay so that's the ball and they're like and then they see fanny there and they're like look they're like uh, I introduce you to my brother, and everyone thinks it's gonna be Edward. It just ends up being his other, Robert. other brother called Robert Ferris. And this is can I just say I no comment on him because I don't want to be mean. Uh, Robert, how how are they? How, how are they, they brothers? He has red hair, and then everyone else has like black. Hair. <laughs> like, and no offense, but like Robert is just like some less that like. Okay, first of all, Robert's whole character is so crusty mm-hmm. like he's such a snake and you could just tell you can the, tell oh his teeth that he has a big mouth you can just you look at him and you're like immediately i don't like him mm-hmm. and the way he treats eleanor at this ball is horrendous he's like uh like he's like oh well I hope you reserve a dance for me and all this and this. And so Eleanor always has to go dance with him. And then when she's dancing, who did she see on the, out of the corner of her eye? Willoughby. Mr. Willoughby, Mr. Willy Wonks. And they, oh my God. Dancing, they partner up for like a second. And then he's like, oh, well, well, hello. And she's like, hi. And so. Okay. Let's you, back. You let's, okay. I talked a lot. You say it. We have to backtrack a little bit because obviously the only the only reason Marianne's in London is because she's obsessed with finding Willoughby, who she's still deeply in love with. This poor girl is sending Willoughby 
dozens of letters at all type of hours of oh the night. Oh my gosh, I forgot to mention that. She is, there's like this one scene where she like rings the butler at like the wee hours of the morning, the deep hours of the night, and mm-hmm. he like, she like gives him a letter to send to Willoughby, which we can tell is like a regular occurrence for this. I have a time. comment on that. And this Go is where ahead. I can tell that it started to like dry out with my notes and my commentary. Go out. When they shut the bell, there's indents on the wall that go, I saw that. that go to like the left. But then mm-hmm. the bells go to the right. So Yeah, I didn't see the bell hit the indents. Yeah, and it didn't even hit the indents. I'm like, so why did the bell why did the indents go to the left? And the bogus to the right, so weren't the indents to the right? And that's why like, uh, I was like getting like really nitpicky, and, like not having anything to say besides like dumb stuff like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe we like moved the bell. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but poor Marianne. Yeah, Marianne is like trying to make excuse for Willoughby because she's still head over heels in love with her. Um, you know, they're like, you know, he could have been, I don't know, he, like she's like, why isn't he? Because he's in London too. Uh, and then. At- Marianne, he's probably like busy, you know, enjoying like the summer or whatever. Because no, no, because because Marianne is like, why isn't he answering my letters? Because he's here in London. Why hasn't he come to see me? And Miss Jennings like, um, maybe he's not here yet because you know the roads have been really bad. And Marianne like latches onto this, and she's like, oh, um, I I forgot about that. You're right, you're right. And she like latches onto this poor girl, like latches onto like this little tiny explanation she's given that maybe why hasn't Willoughby texted her back called her back what what she's been left on red on unseen she has, she has she's literally left on unseen. unseen this man have ghosted her and so when willoughby and eleanor literally crash into each other face to face like you can tell willoughby's like oh no like the you know he's been caught the tension in the air and eleanor obviously is not confrontational she's just like oh hi willoughby and he's like hi how have you been good you good uh I knew he knew he got caught though. Like he he didn't expect them to be there. So the when he guilt on oh my his god, tail was in between his legs. You and then he, see like across the across the room, he he like gets eye contact with Marianne, and this is the most embarrassing secondhand embarrassment moment of the entire movie for me. You have the honors to say it. Okay, let me set up the scene. Willoughby and Eleanor are dancing in the candlelight. Not romantically, because Willoughby has been caught. He is chaotic right now. He looks around for Marianne, finds her in the crowd. Their eyes clash. You can practically hear Willoughby audibly gulp. Marianne, in the middle of this completely crowded dance hall, where everybody is mingling and dancing, she screams, Willoughby! And the minute she screams this, it goes down dead silent all heads turn to her as she pushes people out of the way and makes her way to john willoughby while all the while screaming willoughby willoughby good god willoughby and willoughby's here standing there in shock she's hollering at him because she finally found the love of her life who's been leaving her on red and she doesn't know why and she's heartbroken and eleanor standing there like third wheeling it like what is happening and it's just embarrassing because the entire place is now dead quiet and that was my dramatic 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 <laughs> retelling dramas that's the word i was trying to go for but i couldn't the how do you say it? dramatization guys and mr <laughs> willoughby mr willoughby, all he says is 
uh, 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 oh, hello, and he's like, I have to go. And he, bro, beats he beats it out of there, literally. And he goes to the Runs. room, and what happens? Marianne follows, and Eleanor's right behind her, you know, trying to reel her in, because she is a bull out of control. She just saw red. Uh, <laughs> Guys, my, my metaphors, my analogies are off the charts. <laughs> she, no, literally, because, okay, but look, imagine this poor girl is desperate to see him. He's not giving her any signals at all, and then she sees him, and the minute she sees him, he runs away. Like, she would follow. She has mm-hmm. to follow. Mm-hmm. She, she's like a lost puppy. And so then he's like, he enters this, he, he, they enter this other room, and he is in this group, he's in this group of like, you know, you know. Rich people. Rich people. And you can see that next to him is this woman, and he like puts his arm around her. And, oh, and, and like, he turns over to her to say something, and she turns around, and she gives uh, Marion such a nasty look. She literally like side eyes her up and down, uh-huh. and she's like, "Really?" Like you could see, like in her face, she was like, "Really, Willoughby? Really?" <laughs> oh my gosh, and- no! But it's like so embarrassing because she like she like the girl looks over her shoulder, eyes Marianne up and down, and she you could hear like in her mind she was like pathetic. Mm-hmm. I Marianne. What do he, he nothing verbally agrees like oh my god and like in this instant you can tell marianne gets the wind knocked out of her mm-hmm. like i, I felt that but i was like okay you're a terrible lady but your fit is fire I- she was so pretty i felt really bad uh i was like you're so gorgeous and like her earrings were like amazing and her dress was just but she was like rich Guys, she was high class. Because Willy Wong's married for money because he got kicked out. Uh, he so, basically, Willy played her and now she's with another girl. Mm-hmm. Marianne is like sick to her stomach. That's Marianne's breaking point. We had Eleanor's before and now this. this now is it's hers. Marianne basically goes off the rails and gets super sad. Mm-hmm. And so he then he answers her letter. <laughs> He, he answers her letter, and basically the, the letter was like, oh, I'm sorry if I gave the impression that I was into you, but I really wasn't, even though he clearly was. Well, like, I was already acquainted or attached long before. Basically, what he did is he led her on and then dropped her like a sack of rotten mm-hmm. potatoes after she was completely in love with him. Okay, but at least she got her <laughs> hair back. Wait a minute. Did he lead her on or not, though? This is where we find out if William Wonks is a terrible person and led her on or what's going on. Because Colonel Brandon shows up and basically exposes Willy Wonka. Yeah, he, so he, he, he says, talks to uh, Eleanor. Eleanor. Uh, yeah, because Marianne is, like, literally depressed. Like, she's in a depressive episode. And Colonel Brandon walks in and explains to Eleanor that and this is, like, where we get the more details about his, like, ex-lover story. Mm-hmm. So, he, he basically says that Willy Wonka seduced, impregnated, and abandoned his ward, Beth, who was the illegitimate child of his former lover. Mm-hmm. And so when Willy Wonka's aunt found out about this, she completely disinherited, cut him off, and so that he married for money. Mm-hmm. And so basically, this is where we get the scene where he, like, Colonel Brennan is like, Willy Wonka 
probably did love Marianne, but when he was going to propose to her and his aunt disinherited him, all of a sudden, he chose those fat stacks over Marianne's love mm-hmm. and that rich girl. And, and then, don't talk to Marianne. He, and he was like, if it, if, if it wasn't for the money, he should probably be, be she'd probably be engaged by now. And Eleanor, I guess, like, that is, like, reassuring to her that, like, he wasn't, like, he didn't, like, fool his sister into, like, you know, like, you know, he, like, he didn't, like, pretend to fall in love with her. He actually did. And so when yeah. she tells, you know, um, uh, Marianne this, she's like, well, at least you know, like, he actually loved you, but, like, why are you, like, defending his actions? Yeah, Marianne's hysterical, uh, by the way. Yeah. Aaron goes on to be like, well, like, you know, like, she, I don't know, like, you know, she's like, she's a victim, you know. And so she's, like, a victim. She, she's trying to defend his actions because, you know, she's, she's obviously still in love with him. She's just so yeah. heartbroken. Uh, she's like, well, maybe this, maybe that, maybe that, you know, because she she wants to latch on to like something to not make him seem like a bad person. Even though the fact that we're learning that Willy Wonka impregnated this girl and then mm-hmm. abandoned her is so low, especially like in the you know in, in that like sort of century when like yeah it was like scandalous, like a married woman a spinster bad, but she left this girl in the dust with their baby. Mm-hmm. Like. And then, like, what she what she goes, she went into like poverty or something. Yeah, so, she was okay. It, it was a, it was a Fantine moment. Uh, it was. This is why I'm saying it's like it's a Wickham moment because Wickham did the same thing with Darcy's sister. Yeah. Like he, mm-hmm. he pretended he was in love with her to get the money, and then he like abandoned her when he realized he wasn't getting anything. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a, a version of what Willie B did, but he did it like ten times worse. Yeah. Was, like girl he fooled two girls uh he fooled two girls i mean i think he was actually in love with marianne yeah but he was a trash person for doing that to the girl before beth yeah like gosh i'm like you can't, you can't be forgiven i'm sorry that was real bad the way so, my phone is burning up burning up burning up it's an burning <laughs> it's an <laughs> anyways let's move, let's move past this sorrow let me uh, just say one more point about this. I put Willoughby play Marianne. Death to mm-hmm. all of them. Yes, I was like, I was like, ew, ew, ew. Uh, not helping. Terrible. So, um, while this is happening, uh, this is actually a funny scene. Lucy Seal uh, tells her Fanny about her plans to oh engage. So Lucy Steele and Fanny, who are like now homies for some reason, um, Lucy tells Fanny about her engagement to her brother, and Fanny throws hands. It, it, it's it's chaos. I'm howling. That's what I said. I was like, I'm, I, I was like, I was like, giggle, giggle, giggle. <laughs> No, because Fanny being the snake she is, is like showering Lucy in compliments and telling her mm-hmm. that any man would be lucky, lucky to have her. Lucy is like encouraged by this and she's like, Really? Well in that case, like I did have something to tell you. I do have a man. And Lu- and Fanny's like, Ooh, do tell. And she's and like Lu- she's like, I won't speak of it. Like she's like, 
I- I'm a safe, basically. That's what she said. She's like, your secret is safe with me. She thinks she's going to get on, on, like, a super, like, juicy secret. Mm-hmm. And then Fanny's like, it's your brother. And Lucy, like, goes off the... And Fanny, like, goes off the rails. She goes bananas. Like, <laughs> she really hits the girl. The dog <laughs> runs away. The dog with the bow tie? <laughs> yes. No, she, like, knocks Fanny to the ground and then drags her up and then, like, like pinches her nose between her knuckles and, like, twists... <laughs> And then it's like, just, like, cut to a scene where, like, Fanny's, like, not Fanny, I mean, it feels like running away. <laughs> running through the streets. <laughs> she's, like, stumbling through the road, like, muddy. And she looks like, back at the house, and then she just, like, zooms out of there. <laughs> she's, like, making her escape. <laughs> the way, like, cut to her, like, stumbling through the mud was so funny. Yes. Oh, Oh my god, that was so funny. So, <clears throat> oh my god. So, <laughs> I put dog with the bow tie in my nose. <laughs> and I put the scene where Lucy gets beat up, please. Oh my gosh. But after that chaotic scene, another scene where, uh, you know, Lucy comes to the place where uh, uh, El- Elliot, I'm sorry, where Eleanor and uh, Marianne are staying and then Edward makes an appearance. Speak of the devil because they were talking about him earlier. Yeah, for real. up, and then Miss Steele and Eleanor and uh, they're they're both sitting there. And, and then Edward's like, oh, "Oh, how do you do?" You know, uh, Eleanor because he wait, didn't wait. Know about this. Hold on. Let's keep in mind that Eleanor and Edward have not seen each other since yes the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and so. Edward shows up to visit her and I, I like interpreted this scene as like you can tell that Edward was gonna go tell Eleanor that he was engaged to Lucy. Yeah, because like, earlier when he was like, I have something to say at the horse stables and yeah. then he got called away by Fanny. That's then he said that like he was gonna tell her that like this can't go on, I think, because he was engaged. So he's yeah, like, oh, and so man. Yeah, we stand. We we like that. We stand. And so he shows up to Eleanor's house, and he's like about to like launch into this like, you know, I guess confession. And then Eleanor's like, "Have you met Lucy?" Mm-hmm. And he turns around to see Lucy there, and he's like, "Oh man!" And so basically, he refrains from saying anything, and like kind of just like runs away with Lucy. And Eleanor is left hands empty, mm-hmm. heart empty, just like what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then. And then Miss Steele was like, uh, the, the conversation ends early because Marianne comes in and she's like, oh, Edward, 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 like, uh, not Edward. Mr. Ferris. Yeah, 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 it is Edward. Yeah, Edward, 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 Edward. I thought she said Ferris, 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 but Edward, no, Edward, no. Edward. Uh, like, uh, oh, like, I'm so glad you're here. And like, uh, uh, like. Eleanor, make him feel welcome and that stuff. But then he's like, I think I must leave. And so he and Lucy still leave because she's like, well, if you're going there, can't you escort me to the place? Uh, uh, At this point, nobody knows about Lucy and Edward's engagement except Eleanor. So when Brian sees him show up, she gets excited because she thinks that him and the sister are about to get to it and about to get proposed to or something's gonna happen but, but it then doesn't happen it doesn't happen because he's engaged and nobody else knows except for eleanor so cut and to like, the more sobering part yeah. of this movie so um 
basically the Edward or not the Edward. Why am I saying the Edwards? The Edward. We're getting the so, Edwards from Twilight. Oh God. So um, basically on their way back home. And Marianne is still, like, severely, severely depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, Marianne and Eleanor make a pit stop at the Palmer's house, as we mentioned before, and Mr. and Mrs. Palmer, who have a baby. Um, I guess just to, you know, be there and, like, chill out with them, whatever. Yeah. So this is Marianne's, like, super emo moment. Oh, my gosh. Like, And Marianne is, like, severely depressed about what happened with Mr. Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And so she goes on, like, an emo... Marianne and her walks, like, I swear, they, mm-hmm. they bring nothing but trouble. Marianne goes for a walk, and she basically, like, crests this hill while the clouds mm-hmm. are, like, darkening, and you could tell it's gonna rain again. And so she's, like, gazing at Willy Wonka's house and, like, crying. Mm-hmm. Like, very- I hate to say this, but, like, it was giving me, like, very much, like, I want to end my life vibes. It was. It was. I was, I wrote, I was like, I was like, I didn't care why, but it's giving me really bad vibes. It uh, was like, it was like a real emo moment, though. She was like looking at his house through the rain. Mm-hmm. And she was like under her breath, like reciting the Shakespeare that they yeah. recited together when they first met. And like mm-hmm. crying hysterically. Mm-hmm. This and girl so- was going through. This was like the equivalent of like her like going through his Instagram after they broke up. From like mm-hmm. a secret account and seeing him with another girl, mm-hmm. and like getting severely depressed about it. Uh-huh. This is what Marianne was doing on that hill. Uh huh. And so, uh, uh, obviously, like you know, Eleanor's like, "Oh, it's raining," and she doesn't come back, and everyone gets word, and they send out Mister, uh, Colonel Brandon, who. <laughs> to find her, and like you know, he, and then originally, uh. Marianne said she was going to be, like, you know, in the gardens, and they have, like, this super big house, so, like, obviously, like, for her, and it takes a while. And so she's not there, so he goes uh, on his horse to find her, and then he comes back. The parallels, the parallels. This is a superior carrying her in the rain moment. She's He's carrying her bridal style in the rain. The Palmers, Ellen, uh, Eleanor, like, all at the door, and he's like, she, she's very cold, we need to get her warm. And I'm just like, she is so in, blessed. In literally the biggest lettering on this entire notebook page, I said, Colonel Brandon, carrying her through the rain, iconic, legendary. He is the moment. He is what Willy Wonka wanted but could never achieve. And I love the parallels between Colonel Brandon carrying her in the rain and Willy Wonka carrying in the rain because I think that's like Marianne. Mar- like it, it like sparks Marianne's love, and so mm-hmm. the same way Marianne fell in love when um Willy Wonka was carrying her through the way through the rain, it's kind of what signals the beginning of her love for Colonel Brandon when he carries her through the rain. Mm-hmm. Be- Colonel yeah. Brandon going out to look for her, and like basically like I feel like he would volunteer to do it because he loves her so much. Mm-hmm. Iconic, legendary moment. I was like, yes, I, be the hero. I usually advocate I, for saving period. yourself and not others, but this time, be the hero. Be the please that was an iconic moment mm-hmm. it, it really was and so this time she gets severely sick like on the brink oh, of death <laughs> she's literally on the she is literally toying with death mm-hmm. and so it's, wait, uh, okay, can I talk about the funny moment though because right after um they call the doctor to check what like if marianne's sick the doctor comes out of the room by the way 
Colonel Brennan is pacing outside the room the exact same way that Darcy was pacing when Elizabeth was like hysterical because she got a letter telling about her sister and Darcy was like pacing back and forth. Colonel Brennan was doing the same thing. And I was like, this is how you know. Like, they are the moment the moment this is jane austen's moment so oh my god there's this funny scene where she's like doctor what oh my god and the doctor's like the doctor's like she's severely sick and miss palmer goes crazy like, my baby like, my baby my baby she's like she's hysterical and it's so funny and i wrote i was like i'm like yes save your baby because i don't want another rosemary's baby situation because, oh my god. Because I finished, because guys, context, I finished reading Rosemary's Baby and I got really mad with the ending. And so when I finally see uh, Mrs. Palmer be like, save my kid, save my kid, and actually do something, I was like, period. Uh, a serve, like, forget that you're annoying. You are iconic. Uh, period. But um, the Palmers basically beat it out of their own ho- house. Mm-hmm. And, and Mrs. Palmer's like, I should stay. And I'm like, I caught it because Mr. Palmer was like, I should stay and help. And I'm like, no, you should. They're like, go with your kid. And I'm like, I'm like, this is why you're my favorite character besides Mr. Alan Rickman. Like, yeah, no, but the Palmers beat it out of there for the health of their baby. And so Marianne, the doctor, and Colonel Brandon are left um, taking mm-hmm. care for Marianne. I'm not going to get into these detail, but luckily Marianne survives. <laughs> she wakes up, breaks, breaks the cold. Everything mm-hmm. is good. Yes. And um, this is the moment where she, like, is the ending few credits but um this is the moment that marianne kind of has a new appreciation for colonel brandon because before in the movie she like didn't even pay attention to him Mm -hmm. but now she like woke up and she goes colonel brandon and like looks directly at him and then i think she says thank you Mm -hmm. or something and i was like yes yeah and like you can kind of see colonel brandon's kind of like i know gratitude looks good on him Mm -hmm. so so, yeah. Um, and then, so, at this point in the story, it really kind of turned... Because Colonel Brandon and uh, Marianne are already, like, falling in love. So, at this point, it turns onto Eleanor's mm-hmm. toy love life. Um, and basically, we find out that after Lucy told Fanny that she was going to get married to her brother, Edward's mom is, like, break off the engagement. And Edward says no, because he has... A, he made a promise to Lucy, mm-hmm. and because he's a good guy. He doesn't want to break the promise. Mm-hmm. And so the mom basically transfers the fortune to Edward's younger brother, Robert. So then after this, um, the Dashwoods are just like hanging out or whatever. And then one of their servants lets them know the news that Lucy is now a um, Mr. Ferris. Mm-hmm. And hearing this, they all assume that Mrs. Ferris meant that she finally got married to Edward. Mm-hmm. And Eleanor, ugh, I just feel bad for Eleanor this entire movie. Like, poor Eleanor is going through it. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's, everyone's, like, has, everyone's attention is on Marianne. But at the same time, Marianne is, like, really going through it. Like, Eleanor is literally going through it in silence. Mm-hmm. She's been going through it the whole time. Uh- She's literally suffering in silence. So, after this, Colonel Brandon, let me just say, Iconic King. He's iconic for this. After this, Colonel Brandon hears about... Edward getting cut off from his fortune because of his honor and virtue and so he offers Edward the parish on his estates and basically charges Eleanor with relying this dude to Edward uh-huh. um, which let me just say Colonel Brandon is an icon for this because he didn't even know Edward and just yeah. because he heard that Edward is a good guy he like offered him all of this stuff mm-hmm. and I was like this is why we know Colonel Brandon's a keeper mm-hmm. a king. legend 
he is everything we wanted and more. Mm-hmm. He's Alan Rickman. <laughs> I'm like, he is giving a church to a stranger? Like, who else would do that? Nobody, that's who. They ch- and, mm-hmm. ugh, cool. and so, like, poor Eleanor is charged with telling Edward this news, and it's just an awkward scene. Marianne is still, like, you know, healing, I guess, and you see Mr. Mr. Uh, Alan Rickman there, just, like, reading to her, like, oh my gosh, so they're outstanding, and, she, and, she, and he's reading to her, and she's listening to him for, like, the first time oh my God. not complaining, and not complaining about him not reading correctly. Mm-hmm. He is reading perfectly for her. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. And then he's like, and we have to stop now. And she's like, can't you read anymore? And he's like, no. And I'm like, ah! I'm like, keep talking because I want to hear your voice. His, oh my god. His voice reading, a blessing to humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, he's like, I have to go somewhere. But this is the sweetest thing. He's like, I have to go somewhere. And she's like, will you come back? And he's like, of course I will. And then like, mm-hmm. it, I think like, it turns out he left to get her a piano. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Willy Wonka could never. Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka's... You're... you're... You're dead to me. He he was dead to me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad Marianne and Colonel Brennan found love. Finally. They deserved it. Uh, and then Mr. Edward Ferris makes an appearance. Uh, this is also where we see the trials again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, obviously we want Eleanor to have a happy ending, right? So when the piano arrives and they're like, oh my gosh, look, 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 look. And so uh, they're all like, you know, hanging around. And then all of a sudden the little sister was like, Edward, Edward. And then they're like, what? Uh, so, uh-huh, so they're like, you know, compose themselves. And then Edward comes in. And then it's like awkward until the mom is like, congratulations. on like, you know, your, your wedding. And he's like, what do you mean? And they're like, you know, Miss Miss Steele now Miss Mrs. Ferris, and he's like, no, and I'm like, wait a minute. That's he's like, right. no one told you, and he's like, did no one? And they're like, no, and they're like, <laughs> she, he was like, her affections have transferred over to my brother. Well, yeah, we just know that means. Oh my god, this is also how I knew Lucy was kind of trash though, because like, mm-hmm. she was just there. She was just into him for the money. Mm-hmm. Like the minute the money transferred over to the brother, she was like into the brother. Mm-hmm. So you already know. Okay, go on. Uh-huh. And so this moment is like the breaking point for uh Eleanor. She just starts breaking down. Oh my like, okay. Crying her eyes out because she hasn't been able to like, you know, cry in such a long time. And just all the oh emotions just swells up and then she just like you know, buckets of tears and everyone's like, We need to get out and give them privacy because they're because they're like, This is this is it. This is the moment, because why okay. are you here if not to propose to our dear Eleanor? So let me just also, I keep making connections to Pride and Prejudice, but this scene strongly reminded me of the scene in Pride yes. and Prejudice mm-hmm. when uh, Mr. Bingley showed yeah. up to propose to, what's her name? Why am I different? Her- Eliz- no, it's Elizabeth. Elizabeth's big sister. I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. There's too many Bennets. But um, yes. shows up to propose to Elizabeth's sister, who, like, previously thought that he was, go- like, done with her. And then they propose, and it's all happy. But I just wanted to point that out. But literally, like, when I watched this, and, like, 
the sob that escaped from Eleanor's chest when she heard mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. wasn't in, like, Mary, I was like, I felt that in my oh, chest. I was like, like, I had an awakening. Like, you could tell that that, like, cry was, like, stuck inside of her for so long. Mm-hmm. And, like, she just like, couldn't contain it. it. Let it all out. Like, you just it was Emma Thompson's acting in this scene. Oh my god. Superior. Uh, so the way like she translated that that sob was was stuck inside of Eleanor for so long that like it, it just it like let itself loose. Mm-hmm. I like felt it in my chest. And I was like, Emma Thompson, girl. That was so good. That was such a good scene. No one did it like you in this part. No, nobody did it like her. I she like Oh. Uh-huh. And so they go outside, and then Margaret goes up into her new treehouse, which is not as good as the other one, but she still has a treehouse. She still has a treehouse. So they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're both talking!" And then they're like, "Stop snooping!" But they're like, they, "Obviously, they want to know." And so she's like, <laughs> "And oh my god, he's kneeling, he's on one knee!" And then like, and, and oh my like, god, and we're like, ah! like I was like, finally, sobbing, like. Oh my god. This entire time though, I think Edward was such a nice guy. Yes, he was such a like, nice guy. He was such an He was guy. I think like he was so obviously in love with Eleanor. Mm-hmm. But he was he's kept engaged. He was he kept his engagement with Lucy just because he had promised her and he kept his virtue and his his prom like he kept his promise even though it meant not being with the one woman he loved. And I was like that is mm-hmm. iconic. Also, can we just talk about in this scene, Hugh Grant delivered this iconic line, my heart is and always will be yours. And Eleanor was like sobbing hysterically. And I was like, yeah! And like, cry more, cry more because, oh my gosh. Love happening. And like, I feel like, in all seriousness though, like this entire movie, we've seen Eleanor really being the pillar of strength in her family. And, like, she never really got a win. Like, everything in her life was kind of falling apart, but she was still kind of putting her feelings aside and being invested for her family. And, like, she she never got to tell anybody or she never got to express the real pain she was going through this whole time over Edward. And then, like, finally when she gets this win... And she's, like, sobbing hysterically because finally something, like, finally, like, the man she loved came back. I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the moment. The, the, this the moment. And so, obviously, he proposes to her, and then the ending scene is them having a double wedding, very much like Pride and Prejudice. Uh, it, and zombies. <laughs> and zombies, yes, double wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well, no. I thought it was just one wedding. I thought it was just Colonel Brandon and Marianne's wedding. Maybe I was wrong. No, because you could see uh, Edward and uh, Eleanor like walking, and she's also holding like a bouquet of roses. Of, really, like, I didn't catch that. But like, I, I mean, like obviously, like it was only like uh, Marianne was like, you know, the nice white dress because who has the money? Uh, Colonel Brandon has the money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Please. But it, wait, that- wait, 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 wait. Also, can I point out something about the dresses? Uh, go on. So, I don't know if this is just, like, me, but, like, the entire movie, I was kind of paying attention to the clothing. And, like, even though the Dashwoods weren't dressed, like, super nice, because obviously they're poor, but, like, Eleanor, in, like, a lot of the scenes, is, like, wearing the exact same, like, black dress. 
and like I don't know I just I just took that as like to to mean or like I feel that like she like like she like feels the burden of caring and like shouldering her family and it's like that's why she's always wearing like the same like because she like can't like it's she can't like focus on her clothes or what she looks like she's like always shouldering her family unlike her sisters who are always kind of wearing like different dresses yeah not like nice dresses but like at least they're always kind of wearing different dresses except like she's the one person in her family who's like kind of always wearing the same clothes like specifically this one black dress that i saw her in throughout the entire movie and i just took that to feel like i just took that as like she like she can't even like really care for her appearance that much because she's like so busy like caring for her family Mm -hmm. and that is why she is the most iconic sister period she is the number one sister like she is the moment like i'm like margaret you have a treehouse but that doesn't that that doesn't (laughs) match up to uh eleanor's uh caringness and the way she just takes care of all of you and the way she just like you know held herself and like handled herself throughout this whole rocky hurtful like you know period in her life where her sister was breaking down her mom was sad her little sister was also angry and then she also has to like hold in her emotions because obviously edward is like breaking her heart uh and so she's just such a like strong character and just seeing her like you know happy in the end oh she deserves it also can you talk about that ending scene (gasps) where willy wonka is watching them he comes back guys (laughs) and he's on like the same hill uh marion was on uh when she was like thinking of him and he just looks and he like you know, he's, like, sadly smiling, looking off in the distance, seeing, you know, the flowers and everyone celebrating. The wedding procession. Mm-hmm. He could see, like, you know, everyone happy. He can see, uh, you know, Mary and happy, even though, like, you know, he can't see their faces because he's so far away. But, you know, he can see, like, you know, you know, how happy everybody is without him. And I'm like, you missed out, man. Like, this is what you're missing out on. Like, he, like, he, like, dropped Marianne. Like, he truly didn't love her. Because if he loved, like, okay, if we switch out Willy Wonka for Colonel, Bra- Colonel Brandon, I feel like Colonel Brandon would have stayed with Marianne despite not having money. Because he just loved her that much. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, since Willy Wonka, like, didn't, like, he loved her, but I don't think he really loved her because he was willing to drop her ending scene where he's watching her happy with Colonel Brandon mm-hmm. and he's like just lo- he's like watching on I feel like he's like he was seeing like what like he- only thinking of himself unlike Colonel yeah. Brandon who thought of you know Marion and not just him but like her happiness and that and whatnot and if he was really wants and if he made her happy even if he was penniless he would still be with her Unlike Willy Wonka, who was thinking mostly of himself. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like this also came to, like, kind of symbolize, like, I feel like Willy Wonka will never be as happy as he was when he was with Marianne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In his marriage, he will never be satisfied like, he because she, money, he doesn't love her. Like, he may have money, he may have, you know, like, a beautiful wife, but is he happy? No. No. And if like he was I was happy, then he wouldn't be there. Exactly. And in this scene, he was like kind of looking at what he missed. Like what he threw away. Like and I was wanted, like, I think. Yeah, what he wanted, but what he dropped. Mm-hmm. Like he had Marianne in like a chokehold. Mm-hmm. 
and he dropped her. So Marianne, in the end, really did end up with someone who actually did cherish her because mm-hmm. Willy Wonks loved her, and I feel like she's the only person he will ever love for the rest of his life, and he will always be not satisfied in his marriage because of it. Mm-hmm. He but... will be like all the women he left, heartbroken. No. <laughs> but Colonel Brandon was the real homie. Colonel Brandon was the one who needed to win. <laughs> yes, Colonel exactly. Brandon was the real homie. Oh, also, Colonel Brandon did have a tragic past. Yes, like he, he, did. he was he. So I feel like Colonel Brandon also was someone who needed a win, and also was someone who needed to be happy with somebody. Mm-hmm. And he ended so up being like, happy. yeah. So I think they both, Marianne and Colonel Brandon, both like complement each other. And I think this movie did a really good job of showing conflict, but also showing like couples that like complement each other because Eleanor and Edward were a superior pairing Mm -hmm. and Colonel Brandon and Marianne were superior pairing as well Mm -hmm. I think he helped her mature because oh my god yeah like she was she was such a child and then with Colonel Brandon she like you know grew up and like like became like you know a sensible woman. Period. So that's, why is, do you know why it's called sensibility? Huh? Do you know why it's called sense and sensibility? Nope. I just Me neither, like, but... Like, some people, like, have, like, are sensible and, like, have, like, you know, common sense and others don't. I think so, it like, might be, like, Marianne and Eleanor because Marianne is very sensitive, but Eleanor is the one with sense, but I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Uh, it's probably somewhere on Google. <laughs> seeing, seeing, um, Colonel Brandon fling money, fling coins yes, at the, coins. At the crowd. Like, you know, Eleanor and Edward should pick some of those up because obviously they don't have money. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I know. But it's oh my like- gosh, but like at the same time, I'm like glad he got cut off from his family because the fairies were a bunch of snakes. I know, but the, his sister was there. What? A, what? Oh my, yeah, she was there. She was there. So. so Oh my god, he needs to cut her off. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut them off immediately. Like... And Robert. Cut off Robert. Cut off yes, your brother. Cut off Robert too. And like, li- like, exactly. And also, I wonder if she dressed up her, <laughs> her dog for the wedding. I, I, I didn't see the dog. I didn't see <laughs> the, the bow tie? With the bow tie? I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't paying attention that much. I did see some sheep, but not the dog. Yeah, but I feel like everyone in this movie had, was really good at acting, and they all mm-hmm. carried it on their backs. The the scenery was really good too. Yeah, and this is almost two hours long, guys. So we should we're gonna have to break it up. up. We're yeah. gonna have to break it up into like one hour segments. I think break it up and wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. But Alejandra, out of ten stars, what do you rate Sense and Sensibility? I give this a seven point five out of ten. Ooh, just because like the, some characters are just so annoying that like I get like annoyed like irritated and then just like embarrassing parts that like i couldn't like stand to watch so like just because it made me feel those things i get i give it a seven point oh my gosh if you got a secondhand embarrassment out of that i'm so glad you didn't watch Anne with an e because oh no i think I was oh gonna... my god there was so many secondhand embarrassment moments in Anne with an e and there's like this one specific part that i still think about to this day where Anne, after not seeing gilbert for like years i think or like a very long time he's like coming back the next day and she like cuts her hair in the most ugliest oh, yeah, the bob <laughs> the like choppy bob mm-hmm. I-, I would die <laughs> and then she like walks into the schoolhouse 
and like the the like crowd of kids around Gilbert like parts, giving him like a full view of her and her rashy hair, and it's so embarrassing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Guys, I hate like embarrassing. I'm super sensitive about stuff like that. Uh, I, I got so embarrassed for her. But oh my just god! Because that was so embarrassing. Uh, like I, imagine. I, I, I like your no, because like imagine your crush or whatever like leaving town and like when he comes back you want to like look really good because he hasn't seen you a long time and you give yourself this like ratchety like ragged like and you're all musty just <laughs> bob and the whole class turns to look at you at the same time and he's just there like what is it was so embarrassing oh my god i will never get over that scene it was so embarrassing but Aaliyah, what do you <sighs> give sense and sensibility i give it a 10 out of 10 and no 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 yeah i do and that's just for alan rickman <laughs> alan rickman <laughs> absolute icon he was on he was my wallpaper for so long you are in love uh I am in love. I only watched this movie for that man. No, that's you not true. Like this movie's Marianne, really good. Head over heels for Miss. I'm Marion, but instead of like I'm Marion in the scenes where she's like obsessed with with Mr. Willy Wonka, but like just put yeah, Alan Rickman there. The superior me. man. But this super- he was the one from the beginning. Mm-hmm. <sighs> king, king of my life, king of everything. Mm-hmm. Mr. Alan Rickman. Period. But but guys, this is our review on Sense and Sensibility. Yes. Uh, go watch it. It's on Prime, uh, free with ads. So you don't need to have a subscription to even watch it. You can just go on Prime and then you can go on the IMDb page and you can just click on it. Uh, <laughs> so watch, watch it if you want. It's uh, so good, you guys. <laughs> uh, you know, you maybe you should listen to this after. Uh, yeah. Because we don't want you know, we don't want to spoil it But, you know, once you're done with it and you have your own idea of it, come listen to our episode and see if we agree. See if we uh, see eye to eye. If, <laughs> if we see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. A little parallel moment there, guys. If you only woke people on <gasps> Oh my god! That's I was like, why does this sound? I was like, that sounds like a sound. It sounds so familiar. Yeah, it's from a goofy movie. The, I only watched it once, though. <laughs> So I didn't catch it right away, well, but I knew I I heard I knew it was mm-hmm. I knew it. It's a, it came, I'm not gonna sing the song, guys, because this is already like almost two hours long. I would sing the song for you, but I don't know what it sounds like. It was, I forgot. I'm just trying to let me just. Hey, 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 but maybe love. Hey. For the first time ever, we're seeing it eye to eye. Yeah. Okay. That's how it goes, guys. Um. So watch Sense and Sensibility. Um, Please come listen to us. Agree with? Do you disagree? Do you agree? I don't know. You can't comment on Spotify <laughs> or Anchor. So follow us on Instagram at in which you hear about underscore twenty five. Uh. In like three years guys uh when we, yeah. when, we're ready. When, when we graduate when we're ready uh but can you hear my sister oh my gosh she's so loud uh yes <laughs> no not really i can't hear what she's saying i can just hear like muffled voices yes uh but that, that that's all guys uh <sighs> that was a long it was just me talking for two hours <laughs> this is almost two hours we should end it here because it's gonna take me a million years to edit Uh, Okay. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye.